Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Wednesday, February 7th. Here we go. Your boy starting to percolate in college hoops. 3-1 and one last night. I'll take it. 2-0 uh, and oh on Monday. Been on a bit of a heater. There was that ugly Saturday early in January where I was 0-5-1. and one. Outside of that day, it's been a banger of a 2024 in college basketball. Yes, I'm watching some of the games. Yes, Texas let me down. But it's like I've got free time now. I really do have some more free time now. The football's freed up a lot of it. Uh, but we get back on the football track today with an awesome interview with a gambling machine. It's crazy. He is one of the most prolific prof- prop bettors in, on the, in the NFL space. Like That's written about. The Washington Post wrote about it. Uh, many moons ago, and Rufus Peabody returns to the podcast. Folks, I'm just going to say, I know sometimes people will listen to this while they're driving or at the two speed, so you kind of speed it up. I'm just saying, there's a lot of actionable info here. Um, he gives some of the bets he's made, He some strategies that he has in regard to some of the prop bets. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. Let's just jump right into it. Let's welcome in Rufus Peabody, gambler extraordinaire, to talk about Super Bowl and prop bets. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, Rufus Peabody. You know him. Uh, He was featured in the Washington Post many moons ago as like the definitive prop bet gambler for the Super Bowl. He's been on the pod before. Rufus, how are you, man? Man, that, that was so long ago, Jason. That was literally like 2011. So it's it's amazing to think it's been 13 whole years. Wow. Yeah. 2011. Now a lot's changed in the prop bet world since a then, lot. right? Yes. It's the, the ecosystem is completely different at this point. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a layup for you. Are you wagering on any Taylor Swift props? And if so, are you leaning toward all? I know you're one of these like smart prop bettors where you could just see value if it's negative 1,000 and you'll just lay the lumber. <laughs> but um, are you doing anything on any Taylor Swift prop bets? 
Uh, I'm not planning on it. They don't offer those here at legal vets in the US. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't I don't even know what any of them are. I heard there was a prop bet on whether Travis Kelsey will propose to her during the game. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a value on the no there. Yeah. Like it was like minus 230 on the no or something crazy like that. Yeah, but yeah. That... At the same time, celebrities are notoriously difficult to predict, at least them doing sort of yeah. quote normal things. Wait, so like um for instance, one of them is uh who is shown first during the national anthem, like Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey or, or Jason Kelsey, who's gonna be there, obviously. Um, you're saying you can't bet on that legally in the United States. That's only an right. offshore thing. Exactly. And you'd have guess, to have gaming boards approving that kind of thing. In and, Nevada, for for example, in Nevada, the event has to be decided on the field and it needs to be discernible from like the play-by-play. I think that's the rule there. So you can't bet on the color of Gatorade dumped on the winning head coach or anything like that. Um, all right. So first of all, let's go start here. The last time we spoke was like in October and it, you were running into some issues with the usual trolls on the internet. I am just curious, how did the season go for you from a betting perspective, sides, totals, props, whatever, halves, whatever you did? Uh, which season? Are we talking about football? Yeah. So I, I don't bet NFL sides and totals anymore, full game sides and totals. Totally off? Totally don't. Holy cow. And I'm assuming you're doing that, or you're not doing that because you just cannot find an edge at all? Well, it's also it's not worth the the time and effort to spend on it. So, there there are what now there you, there are two hundred and seventy something regular season NFL games, yeah. um, whereas there are two hundred and seventy college basketball games in one week. <laughs> like, yes. if you think about where where the where where what what is the best return on time spent? Like, yeah, if you know, I still have the Massey Peabody. Uh, yeah rating system and and i think it's still i still think it's solid but i don't think that um it it doesn't have the alpha it used to because the market's come a long way and and i think just the amount of effort to to required to beat nfl sides and totals is just is is very high and yeah. so um i can only do so many things jason yeah no no that makes sense so let me ask about massey peabody so you said it use it doesn't have the alpha it used to um what do you think has changed um, in the last, I don't know, five, six years or whatever time frame to make it so that it doesn't have the alpha anymore? Well, I think we haven't we haven't put as much time and effort into um, improving the system because I think if if you're not continuously improving, you keep falling behind mm-hmm. as markets get more and more efficient. And I think a big thing is there's more data publicly available out there, um, and there's better data out there now. There's you know the tracking data um, you have things like pro football focus with grades and, and, uh, on plays, you have people charting stuff. I mean, this we're, we're far cry from the, from the time when having play by play was thought of as having really great data. So don't you think though, that the more data we have through pro football focus and everyone else that it would help gamblers, or are you saying it's hurting them? It helps everybody. It helps. So it helps everybody. If everybody has all the data, then the, then the market becomes more efficient sports where there's, data that's less accessible and you have to grind pretty hard to get it. That's kind of, there's more of an edge to that. So Mm. the more, because the thing is sure. Yes, we can quantify these things way better, but so can everybody. Right. Interesting. So what is, if you don't mind me asking, what does Massey Peabody say about Niners um, chiefs side and total? Um, We make not, we don't do totals, but we make uh, Niners just less than a four point favorite. Four. <laughs> okay, so little, that gets little, to the crux of the big problem here. Not just Massey Peabody, but 
Continue. Oh, you're going to say the the Patrick Mahomes playoff? Well, yeah, I mean, right? Is that not accurate? I mean, the Niners over the course of the body of well, 17 games were the best team in the league. Oh, you know, yeah. Raiders, Ravens or were really good. Them and the Ravens, yeah. Right. But all of a sudden in the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes has turned into uh, an efficiency machine. He's not uh, throwing interceptions, no fumbles, and the receivers are drop catching everything where they dropped during the regular season. You can't quantify that, right? It's just... Things are different, but it's a sample size effect. I mean, they're, right? they're, they're, I mean, they're, that's part of it, sure. But I think, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is playing at a very, very high level. The team has gotten better as the season goes on. And, and you do weight more recent performance more heavily, at least we do. So I, I do think, um, the Chiefs have closed that gap substantially, but they, you're right. They were not the Chiefs were used to, especially on offense early in the season. It's kind of funny. They kind of flipped around. Like they're a team that's had a bad defense for years. It was the defense that carried them early in the season. Yeah, it, it's a weird. I, I I don't know. I mean, I, you're gonna hate this, but you know, I think every single person I've asked, whether it's at Fox on this podcast, friends, uh, I coach my kids in sports, and I like talk to the referees. Everybody, Rufus, is on the Chiefs, and yet you talk the to the referees. You, you, do you know that I was a well, listen, Rufus. I, I was I a on. I was a youth. I, I refereed youth soccer. So did I. I umpired, I umpired Little League baseball, and those were like the best jobs ever. Like yeah. as a kid, is it is a like as a what? I guess I started like as a thirteen to eighteen year old. Yeah. Like you know, what's better than that? It was amazing. Um, but of course, you know, I have a podcast. I'm on a TV show, so the referees kind of know me, and they're like, "Hey, I saw your Rams take you fool." You know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's it's all fun and games. But Rufus, the point is, every single person. That I've talked to is on the Chiefs, every yeah, single but, one, and okay. yet the yeah, Niners average, are favored. Yeah, I have I have no opinion there. I really don't. Like I think uh, I'm I'm not going to have a bet on the side. I'm really not. Well, why wouldn't you do? What about a money line bet? Is there no nothing there for you? Niners Niners money line minus one. I don't know one twenty eight. Is it? No, I mean I think look the the Super Bowl. Side market is a very big, very liquid market. Um, it's, I think, uh, I'm going to attack markets that are a little less liquid, mm-hmm. um, and ones that are. I mean, some of them actually get fairly liquid, but ones where they, they tend to be a little more biased. Yeah. So, so for instance, uh, guys coming into the Super Bowl uh, this week, you know, Mr. Big Whale from Texas, he can't get down $400,000 on a Kansas basketball game, right? Or Kenny, I don't know, in Vegas. But if he wants to bet $400,000 on the side, oh, yeah. all the casinos will take his money, right? Yeah. For the Super Bowl, if if they don't, they're idiots. Right. So I guess my question would be, if if you don't want to do a side or total, are you changing your view on props or is that still the same? You, you're still going heavy on, on props. Well, I'm still heavy on props here. And, and the thing is with the props, I'm assuming the market's correct for the side in the total. I'm assuming the game is a minus two forty seven and a half. and a half. That's what it, you know, that's what it was right um, earlier today. I don't know if it might've moved, but, uh, and so when you sort of ask when people ask me, well, are you looking at sort of these different narratives that could play out or these different game scripts? Like, like what, what are, I'm looking at the, the a wide range of them, basically all, what are the different possible game scripts that can play out with the two point favorite and a total of 47 and a half, right? Uh, There's a possibility that both teams blow out the other. It's more likely it's a close game. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think it was you who, when the Rams play the Patriots, so there was a bet on no touchdown, and I, I don't. Was that you? 
Uh, I was one of the people that had that. Okay. So it's, I mean, it was, that would have been, would that have been your greatest hit ever? No touchdown in a Super Bowl? You would have probably be retired. You wouldn't be doing podcasts right now, right? No, I think, I mean, well, we hit Rams to have exactly three points at like a gazillion to one. So that was wow. good. Okay. All right. But, so, you know, the audience, Rufus, is clearly like, all right, come on. There's got to be something, something you see. And now, listen, I get it. Your $500,000 bets, you're not going to give them out on a podcast. That being said, can you at least talk us through some stuff that you found interesting in your data that you maybe have seen mispriced, even if it's been corrected since then? Um, You know, I, so honestly, Jason, you said earlier that things have changed a lot and props and they have. And I think this is one of the big changes is we're not betting stuff early. We're betting stuff late now. Ooh. But back in the day, what we did was we basically raced other professional betting groups to betting these opening lines. So when the win would come out with, will there be a roughing the passer penalty? Mm -hmm. And I can bet no at minus 115. We wanted to be first there to bet it. And be able to bet it and bet it and bet it until it moved all the way to minus 200. Um, that's where there was a lot of value because these books were not setting uh, odds on these props. They weren't offering these props every week. It was sort of a once a year type thing. But now with legalization, you have DraftKings, you have FanDuel, Caesars, et cetera, offering like a wide, array, a wide array of props every single week. And so they get that feedback. They're not idiots, at least mostly. Um, so they, they have an idea. They have an idea of how to price those. So a lot of these game props, where there used to be value just by building, like I could build an algorithm and I, f I find value. I mean, they figured out how to build the algorithms too. So, so basically, there isn't this amazing gravy train when openers come out because mm -hmm. um, books have an idea what they're doing. So, but because. I will say the market has expanded though. And so you can actually get down a lot more um, the weekend of the Super Bowl than you could in the past. And what you do have is the public betting on overs and betting on things to happen. And so there's oftentimes big opportunities sort of fading the superstars and getting um, higher limits and really inflated numbers um, on Super Bowl Sunday. Like two years ago, in every year, it's hard to predict exactly which one, which prop is going to really steam hard uh, one direction. Um, I mean, I anticipate there'll be a lot of value betting against Travis Kelsey to do things, betting against Christian McCaffrey, because those are the stars, those are the narratives. Um, same with Mahomes. But every year there's, there's, you know, there's maybe one guy that I expect will have a lot of value betting against and we don't end up having it. But like, I still remember two years ago, you had Cooper Cup receiving yards mm -hmm. prop move all the way from like 90 and a half yards up. And I remember getting 112 and a half like at MGM on game day. Like if you, like that lasted for, you know, five minutes before yeah. someone bets it. And then, you know, but it, it ended up closing, you know, consensus in the range of like 106 to 110. Okay. Like, so you, you do see these overreactions. And, and la well, two weeks ago, Lamar Jackson, um, I guess this is against Houston. His rushing yards prop was lined at in the mid forties. Yeah. He had a big game, 110 yards rushing. That line steamed all the way up the next week. His rushing yards prop against uh, the Chiefs steamed all the way up to 69 yards. Way under. Just based on one week of data. So so these markets hmm. do overreact. And so I think uh and the other well, the last piece of this equation, Jason, is I do think that the Super Bowl being in Vegas does have an impact here. Um, not on the actual gameplay, but 
just on the on on the prop betting. And I think we're going to see a lot more recreational bets uh, coming in in the state of Nevada. I mean, because first off, normally the Vegas is a destination for the Super Bowl, even yeah. when the Super Bowl is not here. People love coming out here for the Super Bowl, partying, um, drinking, betting. You have that times a lot now um, with the game actually being here. And, you know, you, I mean, I was just over on Radio Row. It's a bit of a, there's, there's, it's a circus already. And I anticipate we're just going to see a lot more, um, a lot more bets from Square recreational players, which could move those lines like, you know, for even further from where they should be. Are we, because, are we gonna, is it safe to call them that dumb money, Rufus, or no? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's money that's looking to have fun. Like, <laughs> I think, like, look, sports betting, it doesn't mean they're dumb people or anything. Yeah. Sports betting is entertainment. Entertainment, most. right. Yeah, and, I'm I'm well, betting. I don't want to. I not, don't want to. Yeah, uh, like it's not fun to root against a safety happening because you know, <laughs> like it's not fun to lay minus a thousand on something and just be like, I really hope this doesn't happen. It's a lot more fun to root for things to happen, and yes. so people get their entertainment dollar doing that. But it means that, but they're predictably irrational in doing so. Irrational in terms of maximizing um, their expected value betting, maybe not in terms of maximizing their entertainment, and so that creates opportunities. Mm. Um, if you know if you know where to look for him. So fading the public. So I just looked up what Cup did in the Super Bowl. I remember he was MVP of the Super Bowl. I'm like, he, oh, he had a massive still went game. under, I believe, right? 92 yards. Yeah. So if there you, you bet it, well, I think you said it went all the way up. So it sounds like only if you bet it early, you hit it. If you got On the over, I th- yeah. yeah. Otherwise you lost. And I would assume a lot of the random recreational guys lost on that. I would think almost everybody. I think it, I think it, I don't actually remember if it was ever 92. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it in the mid to high 90s um, most of the week before. Okay, so playing that game, and, and again, it's fading the public. Can I say that? Yeah. Or I know you got you and Jeff hate that on your podcast. Well, it, it's, right? but in this particular case, yes, I think you can say that. Because okay. um, this is, the, the Super, Super Bowl props are a rare exception where you'll have times where the closing line is less efficient than the opening line. Normally, nor, normally the closing line is the best predictor of what's going to happen, but you have so much money, so much recreational money relative to sharp money coming in, and books in these cases actually, especially in Nevada, less so, um, less so the sort of national sports books, but you know, they don't want a ton of liability on one thing. They're going to move. They're going to move their their prices. You know, they don't want to lose five hundred thousand dollars if Kelsey has you know eight receptions or something like that. They're going to move that price to try to draw some action on the unders if they're getting a ton of overaction. And it, the books end up rooting for the same thing I'm rooting for. That's the funny thing. I'm betting against them, but they hope I win. Yes, exactly. Because the recreational money is so overwhelming. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. The line opened with San Francisco as a short favorite in the rematch from... Uh, the 2020 Super Bowl, very excited. If you listen to the pod, you know which way I'm leaning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. With code STRAIGHTFIRE, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources using that strategy i'm looking at uh i guess you would think okay it's time to fade christian mccaffrey and it's time to fade kelsey so here's an interesting one Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards. Somebody told me, oh, oh, I love McCaffrey receiving yards. It was a 32 and a half. I see it now 35 and a half. I'm wait, just. Wait. I, wait. Continue on, to wait. Okay. Yep. You bet overs early, bet unders late. So Christian McCaffrey against the Packers, seven catches for 30 yards. Four for 42 against the Lions. You look up and down, sure, he's had a couple over 30, but it looks like the majority of them 25 27 9 27 so you're like an under for McCaffrey but that's not exciting like oh i don't want McCaffrey to gain yards um other than McCaffrey and Kelsey do, does that apply to Rasheed Rice, Debo Samuel, Ayuk or or no if you see if you see the if you see a number go like 10 yards up like let's say a guy goes from 58 and a half to 68 and a half i can guarantee that under 68 and a half is going to be good so just just look at the movement if you're tracking that and there aren't a lot of, I, I don't think there's an easy way to track prop odds at everywhere, but if you take a look at it, it where lines are moving, um, especially, and this does not apply to think, like 
this does not apply to betting overs. If you see somebody, if you see a, a number for someone go down from 32 and a half down to 25 and a half, it probably was a mispriced line. Okay. But if you see it go up from 25 and a half to 32 and a half, I would say the under 32 and a half is probably good value uh, with the caveat that unless that line move was right when, pro when the openers came out. So I'm, I'm more talking about the line movement you see this weekend, because let's face it, who's betting like what recreational better is betting on the Super Bowl, you know, 10 days before it starts. No, it's not happening. It's no, that's not happening. That's the, you, the action then is people like sharp betters or people who think they're sharp. Um, and and so those line movements are going to tend to be a little bit more um, more predictive, but the line move line movement you see Sunday morning, Saturday night, like th things can take on a life of their own. Okay, so this is good actionable info. However, I'm sure there's people out there listening who are saying, "Well, where, where can I track where McCaffrey opened at for rushing yards? Oh, is nobody tracking?" I, that? I don't care where I don't care where he opened. I care about where it's going, like it, on the, the weekend of. Like right. that's what that's what you should take a look at. But, right, but I'm saying, like, let's say he opened rushing yards, I don't know, 85, and now you go this weekend and it's 97. Um, you're, you're saying you definitely want the un – you want to try oh, yeah. to time the market. Is that fair to say or no? Or you I mean, for us, it's it's a – it's yes, uh, but it's difficult given the fact that we're also trying to bet a lot of money. We're trying to have over $2 million in action, and so it takes time. It takes a lot of pressing of buttons and going into casino counters to do that. And so if we just said, okay, let's pull the trigger now. It's an hour before game time. We're not going to be able to get enough down. No. And so we're going to be betting all weekend. Wow. And and we're also, these aren't, you know, all our bets are not fading of the public. There's a lot of other things we're going to be betting. Um, a lot of not sexy bets, to be honest. Like we'll give, have give, bets Give that, me a not, not you know, sexy like one. Player X to not score two touchdowns. <laughs> playing like minus 800, right? <laughs> so, you know, that's... <laughs> It, that's not a that's not a fun bet, but um, there can be some value in that, and and you have to tie up a lot of money there. But um, you know that those are the types of bets where if we have, we kind of wait, and if we have some leftover money that we aren't able to get down on other things, or we don't see enough value in other things, we can always pour it into those. Okay, so I would say ninety nine point nine percent of this audience is not trying to get down one to two million dollars. How how can you just you know you don't have to be specific, but like vagaries uh, you have 10 people in your group with backpacks five others sitting at computers how does that even work uh, there'll be let's see one two there'll be five of us one of us will not be in vegas the rest will be in vegas it's it's a logistical operation we'll be you know one guy's gonna have the south point and stations um and hitting those casinos most likely you know another person will be doing stuff on the strip um i'll be at my condo uh hitting apps um, and maybe going to like Westgate, you know, the, the, it's it, honestly like at some point, one of us will run to Arizona to get down on some of the places we can't in Vegas. That's interesting. It, it's, 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 it's a logistical nightmare to be honest, but it's, it's fun. Nonetheless. And I'm assuming these are guys you've worked with for many, many years. It's not like you're, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's exciting. So at, at if this you want, point, go ahead. If you want actionable info though, I would say, Props that you should target, that a recreational better should target, I would say, are ones that are not offered by the sports book every single week. So they don't have as much to go off of. They don't have as much experience pricing them. Um, they're not. They don't have a, as huge an advantage. And think, oh, 
you have to remember with a lot of this stuff, like they're pricing so many props, they're not going that in depth on each of them. Mm -hmm. If you go in, in depth on something and notice some tendency in, in a particular team, um, you can find some value there. So for example, there's a bet, I, there's a bet on whether a team will come back from a double digit deficit to win the game. And that's going to be priced based off of the spread in the total. Um, but I think a good argument could be made that Patrick Mahomes is much more likely, and the Chiefs are much more likely to come back from a double-digit deficit to win than your typical two-point underdog with the total of 47 and a half. Fair. So if you can find sort of exceptions to rules, um, that that's another area that you can find some value. Um, for instance, uh, I know you guys are hammering away at, at certain bets. If a random guy is firing, I don't know, a, a, a grand on longest field goal that obviously doesn't set off any red flag Super Bowl week, but it might no. like week fourteen, right? Right, right. Actually, this is a great week. It's a week where props do not look like sharp action necessarily at all. In fact, props have become they went from something that you really didn't want to bet a lot of because it flagged your account um, and you you could get limited more easily to especially for the Super Bowl, like what everybody's betting. Yeah. Um. I've had some success the last two off seasons with alternate win totals, but I haven't. Uh, uh, I haven't looked at alternate like lines. Do you? You said at the very outset, yeah, maybe one of the teams blows the other one out. Like I think the Chiefs have maybe four losses by eight points in the last like four years combined. Some insane number. Um, is an alt line anything you'd look at here, where one team runs away and hides? So first off, um, my site, Jason, Unabated Sports, yes. has a has a tool that give that lets you price alt lines based off of what the spread is. So um if you believe there but if you believe there's some exception that, that the distribution is going to be different in this game based on these particular teams, this that's not going to give you that, but this will at least give you your starting point um with with how the math should price it. So, you know, I do look at alt, alt lines. I, I I personally don't go into the sort of narratives of thinking like, oh, this team is gonna this this game is somehow going to be different, but um, you know I rely on the math. There are there isn't usually much value on that stuff. I I found some value in different years on alternate totals, like mm -hmm. specifically mostly unders, like under thirty two and a half points for the game or something like that. Mm. I haven't looked into that this year, but um, you know people don't think you're going to have a thirteen to three Super Bowl. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it's just such but, an outlier. Nobody could possibly predict it. Um, what about uh, this is MVP? Does that ever get on you guys' radar? Or you just don't give it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, we've we've bet that. I remember we had Damian Williams. Actually, this was oh. the last the last Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, which was what three years four years ago. ago. Yeah, holy four or three. I don't remember. Was this this was the last one before the pandemic, right? Right. It was like a month before it happened or two months. I, oh, I remember we had the limo pick us up after the Super Bowl party. It was yeah, it was a fun time, but. We had Damian Williams, and I, I thought he should have won it there, right? He, he, had, he had that long touchdown run. Yeah, yeah, he had two touchdowns and a long touchdown run, 100 rushing yards, um, but Mahomes won it. It's yeah, and like, that's... I don't think a running back has won it in... Terrell Davis? In, it's been... I, I feel like it was someone in the 2000s, but like it's been a while. Hmm. Um, so, you know, anything on envy, I mean, do you go super exotic and try like George Karlaftis three, three sacks, he's going to win MVP, like any uh -huh. chance of that? You know, I haven't done that. I haven't bet any MVP tickets yet this year, but it is interesting to kind of come up with narratives and stories where you could see one of these things happening. But one thing that I didn't really know 
beforehand that I've since learned is that a lot of the MVP voting does not take place um, after the game. Like people put in their things before, like before the game's over on occasion. And so, um, or, or I was told this. So Damian Williams getting that like touchdown to put the game away isn't actually like. Didn't matter. <laughs> right. And so. Oh man. But there are every once in a while guys that win it that, you know, from odd positions like Dexter, ja- was it Dexter Jackson for the Bucks? Back That's right. Yeah. Bucks, Raiders Super Bowl. Good call. Yeah. I forgot about that. He was like a, a cornerback or safety for the Bucks. Yeah. What, and, Malcolm, um, what's his face from the Seahawks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Malcolm hmm. Butler. Right? But, Butler. Uh, no, no. Wait. Was it Butler? I thought it was a linebacker. Malcolm. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry. I was thinking okay, against was thinking, the Broncos. Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but so often it's the quarterback. I mean, think about, um, Think about the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl. James White had a gazillion, like had a huge game. I think we had some James White tickets to win the MVP. And of course, Brady gets it. So but I think part of it's is is name recognition. I think it's gonna be a lot harder for another player to get it if over Mahomes if uh if the Chiefs win. But or over Brady, you know, when Brady was playing. With Purdy, that's not the case. I yes. Think. Yeah. That, so, yeah. So maybe, maybe that's the angle. I like. I'm not. I'm right now. I'm not talking as someone that knows what they're talking about quantitatively <laughs> here. This is just. This is just me bullshitting. But everybody's discounting Purdy because he's the last pick in the draft. He's not good. He's a. He's basically a bus driver for all these superstars. And, and I'm just telling you, the media sees him that way. They're not going to vote him MVP. Honestly, he could have three I mean, touchdown plays, passes, 300 yards. No, I and, think. I think. I think he's still the quarterback. If he's the quarterback of the Super Bowl champs and he has a good game, he probably wins it. But if if someone has a better game, then I think they could win it. Versus with the Chiefs, if someone has a better game than Mahomes, Mahomes probably still wins it. Yeah. It's got to be, it has to be like, think of this as like a replay review, right? Like, like what's the burden of proof? The bur- <laughs> How much better does somebody have to be than Mahomes for Mahomes to not win it? Okay. And that is a huge amount. So Whereas here, with Purdy, yeah. it's got to be, you know, it's like, oh, if someone was a little better than Purdy, they, they might win it. So you mentioned the Rams 13-3 Super Bowl. Do you know who the MVP was in that game? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had to look it up. So Julian Edelman, 10 for 141. Didn't even have him? a touchdown. Julian he, he, Edelman. He, he, he was MVP? Yeah. What was Brady's stat line? I, 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 I'm not seeing it here, but... Uh, that's one of the weaker MVP, and I work with Edelman. I'm not knocking him, but I'm just saying, like ten for 141, no touchdowns. Really, I could see. That's why I, I mean, see, t- like, wait, a ten defense- for 141 is a huge game. You're just saying because I mean, because he didn't score a touchdown. The team only scored one touchdown. Yeah, they, it was yeah right 13, right. It, so I mean, there there weren't a lot of touchdowns to go around. It wasn't like and 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 who had that touchdown? I'm guessing Brady. It wasn't Brady. I think it was a running back. Up. Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Yeah. Sony Michelle on 18 carries, 94 yards and a touchdown. Brady 21 for 35, 262, no touchdowns, one interception. So I mean, the, it's hard. Like yeah. that. I don't think you can get. Yeah. The last you have no touchdowns and a pick, you can't get MVP. I'm sorry. Yeah, the last offensive MVP who did not score a touchdown before Edelman was to have Dion branch of the Patriots 11 ah. for 133. So like this was, and this was before Brady was Brady, right? Before he, well, this is back before he was a superstar yeah. when he was like well, more of had, the game manager. He had won two MVPs of the Super Bowl. Uh, he, he had one with 145 yards passing. Wow. But low scoring oh, really? Super Bowls. I, 
I just I wonder if a defensive player could steal it, like Chris Jones. Uh, Karlaftis is like sixteen thousand to one or something, plus sixteen thousand, insane number. Um, yeah, I'll take anything at sixteen thousand one. I'll take the sun not rising tomorrow at sixteen thousand. <laughs> I mean, honestly, although it's like, no, but if it wins, actually, I won't because if it wins, then we're all dead. We're all dead. Yes, collect. yes. Wow, very, very uh, macabre turn there. Uh, okay, <laughs> Sorry. so. Um, I, I don't know. What about like safety? Is there anything there for you or like five or more field goals made? Is it, I, don't, I don't know. Just something the audience can piggyback on and feel like we're all in it together. Don't bet on the safety. In general, the big, the big, the big plus money things, the lottery ticket type things, um, not going to be great value. The multi-way markets typically are not great value, but just because there is, there's so much over round and that, that includes the MVP market. Um, but you see some props that are like, what's the margin of victory? You know, uh, Chiefs one to three, Chiefs four to seven, you know, things like that. Yeah. S- stay away completely. So stay you're away. better off if you want to bet on something like that. If you, if you're like, oh, I think the Chiefs are going to win by a lot, find an alternate point spread. Don't go for one of these little categories because they just take so much juice out. And, and whereas the Super Bowl MVPs are a harder market to price. And I think, you know, you could make an argument that a certain narrative isn't being priced properly. Mm-hmm. Like, Pricing just the distribution of points scored in a game is not that, not that difficult. Um, w- there was one other one besides the safety. I for oh, will there be overtime? Is that asinine? There was almost overtime last year. There was yeah, there was what the first overtime ever was the Patriots Falcons, right? Yes, first Super Bowl there was overtime. Did, uh, let me guess, you had that? No. Oh wow! Did not. Um, Rare but, whiff by you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I mean we, we we bet the no safety every year and there was a four-year period where there were three safeties and two of them were the first score and wow. at that point like like we have we had bets on like first score to be touchdown um rather than field goal and weren't even really considering the possibility of a safety because the safety for the first score of a game happens in like 0.1 or 0.2 percent of games or something insanely small do you remember those games, by the way? I I, I, I vividly remember both of those safeties. Was one over the snap over Peyton's head? Yep. Okay. The other one was maybe the, maybe the the least. Well, I, I've never seen an intentional grounding called on a ball thrown forty yards down the middle of the field. Wow! It I, was I Brady don't... Brady intentional grounding against who? The Giants. Um, it would have been against the Giants, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I don't remember that one. But then again, when I was in my twenties, I was like, you know, actually partying at Super Bowls and not like, <laughs> um, not like gambling. I mean, you you couldn't unless you lived in Vegas. There was no like online gambling in like you know two thousand and five. Oh, there was plenty of online gambling offshore, but it wasn't as well known. Oh, so you, that's how long you've been doing the offshore action? No, not me. I mean, I in two thousand five, I was what. A freshman in college, so. 14, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, well, uh, this is good stuff as usual, Rufus. Good luck with the uh, bets and, you know, the $2 million you guys have in play. Um, By the way, you also opened by saying, you know, football's not, you just, you're kind of out on it gambling. What are your top three? I know golf is one of them, and it sounds like college hoops is another. We'll have more bet on college basketball on Saturday than we will on the the Super Bowl on Sunday. No way. Yeah. Really? Really. Now, are you doing those obscure games like Maryland Eastern Shore and crap like that? We're doing all of them. Dang. We're doing the big ones, the small ones. There's just so many freaking games. I know you. There's and Jeff- 150 college yeah. basketball games to bet on on a Saturday. Okay, I know you and Jeff 
uh, have had like a back and forth for years. I haven't listened to the confession. I haven't listened to the pod lately, but oh, a, I know I, I don't for listen years, to my, I don't listen to it either. So I, I know you guys had a back and forth about guys who sell picks and blah blah blah. And um, Adam Chernoff's come on the pod before, and I like him, and you know he does the all right angle sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have you thought about posting your college hoops picks anywhere for people, or do they move Never. so instantly? I'm, you know, I have a lot of respect for people, some people like, like Adam Chernoff and right angle sports. And, and I understand their decision to sell picks. Um, it's not personally a decision I agree with, and it's not, it's not an avenue that I would, it's not something I would do, but you know, to each their own, right. That's it. It's completely their, their choice. And, yeah. um, for me, I can make, I think I can make a lot more betting those picks than I can selling. Right. Because as soon as you lay the lumber on, you know, DePaul plus 20, it's going to move to plus 18 or whatever, right? Right. And then you also put that information out in the market, what you're on. and um, But it's it's just not a route I want to go down. That's all. Personal mm-hmm. decision. Yeah, I, I'm the idiot. Um, I've had a good run on college hoops. I do not have anything like you. Uh, but I just post them on Instagram stories and I keep hearing from people. Um, you know, it's it's had it's been a good you know eight nine week run, but you're doing it like are you doing every night? Oh yeah, oh my it's gosh. it's a grind. I mean, it's it's not just me. It's in, in fact, I'm I'm the one in our group that's doing the least on it. Um, I'm they're having to go through injuries for every single game every single day. I mean, I see we have this interface here with all our games and our numbers and what the spread is and basically what our true price is after factoring the market number. And you know, I see like. BYU Oklahoma, we have a little flag here saying BYU missing starting center. He's a plus defensive player. Like mm-hmm. Kansas State missing, or no, Kent State, Western Michigan. Kent State's missing bench production. Western Michigan is missing a significant contributor um, starting and a starting point guard, and they played slower without um, without the starting point guard. So like there's there's all, like there's the quantitative stuff and then there's this qualitative stuff on top of it too to put our numbers in perspective and realize where we might be a little bit off and so that takes a lot of time especially on the college basketball slate on Saturday where you have 150 games you know that's a lot of that's done Friday night but then it takes literally all day trading to get down on all these like mm. we're going through betting partners and things like that it's you know it, it's an ordeal um, so i and- it's 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 definitely been worth it, but it's I think we're all going to be a little bit relieved when the season's over. Yeah, that's how I feel about NFL. But but I got to ask these guys who are getting all this stuff on BYU Oklahoma. I mean, wh- what kind of life do they have? Are they like twenty one year old kids? Like you can't be like a grown up with a family and grinding in that depth on BYU Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, you can <laughs> if it's your job, you can. Oh, so these guys don't have jobs; they're full time. Oh, wh- wh- co- yeah. oh, what do you mean, these guys? Your group. Oh yeah, no, we're all full time betting. Hmm. No, I, I guess at that point you gotta it got to right. I mean, I mean, like job, don't have a yeah. job, don't go into an office, don't you just straight well, this up is our job. Yeah. We have off, you know, we have offices. What you, your co working spaces and stuff like that? No, I mean like, oh, like a WeWork spot or something. Yeah, things like that. Huh. Nice. This is. This is not a hobby. For, this is not a hobby for us. This no, not for you. I, I didn't know you had a group but, but, of guys who were oh, like you. Holy cow! Well, we, I mean, it, it takes. I mean, I can't do this all on my own. It takes. It takes a, a village, right? I mean, to to run this this operation, it's a lot of logistics. It's a lot of. I mean, like my partner who actually is more responsible. Like he's 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 the one that built the college basketball framework that we use. 
Um, I've, you know, I'm a minor contributor there in terms of helping build the projections, but it's his, I feel like it's his baby. And, and he's, you know, oh, he was a developer for Microsoft for 11 years. He's oh, got geez. his, his skills are incredible. Like his skill set is incredible. And it's so, it's perfectly complementary to mine because he's not a stats background. Um, and I'm not a development background, but th those kind of skills work so well together. Yeah. And then we have, then we have, we have to trade the stuff too. And so like, we have to manage relationships with a bunch of different betting partners. And my brother is runs that and basically keeps the train running every day on, on, on all that stuff. And so <laughs> like, and then, I mean, at the end of, we have to do figures for about like, it feels like a gazillion different um, accounts and people we have to settle up with each week. And it's, it's a, it's a massive operation. I mean, Man. a massive amount of work, I should say. Yeah. So it sounds, I mean, it sounds kind of fun, but it's a, a ton of work, you know? I mean, if, maybe if you're at the tip top, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. And but, there are no days, and there aren't days off either during college basketball season. Like it, it's, if someone wants to take like a Friday afternoon off, like it's, you know, more work falls on the other, you know, falls on the rest of us or, you know, and occasionally that does happen. I mean, everybody needs some breaks, but um, we don't really get a lot of them. Oh man, uh, you know uh, what about like having a family and kids and all that stuff? It's just that's that's a tall order. Well, my brother and I are the only ones in our uh, you know in our operation that are not married. And oh, kids, so holy cow! You can, I like this man. It sounds fun. Uh, if you need an investor who could just put money in and not have to do any work, uh, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the problem the problem is we we were up against betting limits, and so it would be it would be easier if we were trying to bet less money. Yeah. Oh, these are good so problems. Unfortunately, to have. not looking for investors. All right, man. Well, I'm sure after but, the football season, you'll be taking a really nice trip, private jet to some island that you rented out. Um, it sounds like fun, man. Congrats on all your success, and uh, thanks for taking the time uh, during Super Bowl week. I appreciate it, Jason. Thanks as always. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.